0: Okay, good evening. Um, We are going to be going through Proverbs chapter 2, the first five verses tonight. Um, Again, I hope this doesn't get redundant, but we're going to uh, be breaking down a text. I'm really trying to encourage us to uh, look look and see grammar. Look and see English and notice all of these different ways we can... Uh, Notice how we can break down a Bible text by just reading it. And so I hope tonight you'll see um, in these first five verses about uh, how to do that. Now, again, remember the first nine chapters of Proverbs are these series of poems, right? And we remember from the very first part of Proverbs, this is Solomon giving instructions, giving wisdom to his son, and so um, you'll see poems like that. We saw that in the first chapter. There was a poem to the son and then a poem from wisdom. And so uh, tonight is no different. We're going to see a poem to the son. If you notice know the first two words of Proverbs chapter 2, verse 1, my son, right? And so he's giving him wisdom. He's giving him knowledge, giving him instruction, and he's going to let him know how to make sure He understands it. Now, again, this is also uh, tying into our morning lesson about getting knowledge. Um, And this is one, uh, another lesson to go along with that. So if you will, go ahead and follow along with me in the text. And then we will uh, break it down. My son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding. Yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God." All right, so what I want you to first notice, again, is my son, right? Solomon is addressing his son, and he's wanting him to learn. He's wanting him to understand uh, what he's trying to teach him, and so he's addressing him in this. Now, we also understand we can apply these uh, proverbial poems to ourselves as well, right? There's no specific issue that's being addressed, Um, and so we understand we can apply this to us. So my son... Now, I hope you understood this. If you, uh, if you, I hope you saw this as we were reading through that. Notice you see three if you statements, right? Now, you put your thinking caps on. When you think of if, right, if you do this, then this happens. That's what we call a conditional statement, right? So he makes three conditional statements here because then notice in verse 5, then you right? So if you three times, and then then you one time. Um, And so what you have is condition number one in verses one and two. You have condition number two, which is in verse three, and condition number three in verse three, four, verse four. Oh, that's getting confusing. And then you have your conditional promise, right? If you meet those three conditions, That he explains in verses 1 through 4, this is what you will be rewarded with in verse 5. Now, let's go back and we'll break down each of those different conditions, right? So he says, if you receive, right, that's your verb there, my words, the wisdom that he's trying to give to him. Right. And that's our coordinating conjunction. Right. We talked about that last week. Right. The and connects you to these uh, two statements and treasure up. That's your verb there. My commandments with you. Right. And, And so that's your first thing. You need to receive my words. You need to treasure up my commandments. Now, what he's doing here is what's called synonymous parallelism. Okay, that's a big, fancy way of saying he's saying the same thing two different ways. Right. So ultimately, that idea of the word receive is the idea of accepting and that idea of treasure up there. It, it means to hold tight to it, it means to uh, to bring in. And so the same idea is being said, uh, And we also notice that from how he is saying my words and my commandments. Now, how do we receive those? How do we accept those words? Look at verse two. He tells us how. By making your ear attentive, right, to wisdom. And we also have, and inclining your heart to understanding. Okay, again, saying the same thing, um, just two different ways. Making your ear attentive and inclining your heart are the verbs there. And he's ultimately saying you got to be intentional, right? Uh, You can't just passively listen and and expect to grow and expect to uh, be able to receive my words. I saw um, uh, this the other day by somebody. It was a a fun illustration, right? Everybody take your right hand, okay? Now put it over your right ear. Now, while I'm speaking tonight, I now know that all the information that's going in is not going to come out, okay? Okay? and so that's the idea we have to make sure all of us are being attentive and being very intentional with our listening we can't just sit back and go well i hope i learned something tonight right i hope when he says i'll just let my ears be open and hope that something sticks no we have to be actively listening we have to be focused we have to make sure We are listening, and he's trying to get his son to understand that. You can't just sit back, right? You have to make sure your ear is attentive, and you have to make sure you're inclining your heart to understanding. So condition number one, if we could boil it down into just one statement, you have to be actively listening, all right? That's the first condition. you got to be actively listening. All right, next condition. Look at verse 3. Yes, if you call out for insight... Right? It's the idea of uh, calling out, literally using your voice to ask for wisdom. Right? If you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, that's the next condition. Right, We need to be actively asking questions. We need to be actively asking for wisdom. That's why you see in James 1.5, if anybody likes wisdom, let them ask of me right if we lack wisdom ask ask God in prayer ask a a fellow Christian right hey I need help will you help me learn this will you help me understand this will you help me gain insight now think about that to a father and a son right he's letting him know if you need something call out ask right young men ask your dad I'm sure they've got plenty of wisdom to give you right if not they'll still give it to you anyways and so be sure that you're not going by day by day not asking for wisdom not wanting to learn more i probably didn't realize that until i got later into my 20s right because i just thought i knew everything already but then i realized when i was out on my own married and had one child i didn't know anything and so i had to call out for wisdom i had to ask and to answer questions and to really get uh, ask people for help and for understanding. And so he says that, too. If you ask, if you call out, if you raise your voice for understanding, right? So if we boil down condition number two, you have to call out for it, right? You have to actually speak up to gain it. And then you have in condition number three, If you seek it, it is understanding, it is insight, wisdom. As you can see how I highlighted that, Um, that goes back to this whole idea. If you seek wisdom, like silver, right, and search for it as for hidden treasures. All right, so now you have here uh, metaphors or similes So a simile is just uh, an illustration using like or as, a comparison using like or as. So how we seek should be how we would seek for silver, right? Or how we search for wisdom should be how we search for hidden treasures. Now, I like how he's using synonymous parallelism here because what do you now know about silver, right? Is it on the surface level? No, right? If you go to Job chapter 28, uh, job does a wonderful job in Job 28 of explaining how to find wisdom. And guess what? It's impossible to find, right? And he lets you know that, look, men can mine and mine and mine, and they can get all these precious metals from deep down in the earth, but they can't mine down there, right? Uh, you can't. There's no surface-level wisdom. There's no uh, things like that. And ultimately, he says at the very end of that in Job 28, 28, uh, to find wisdom is to fear the Lord and to uh, go away from evil. And so we have to make sure we're truly trying to dig and find those hidden gems, hidden nuggets, right? You're not going to find a, a golden nugget of Scripture by just reading the verse, maybe, but most likely you got to dig deep. And we don't want to limit our Bible study to just being a, a shallow A little bit of the study and we want to make sure we're still trying to focus on digging deep into scripture and really try to pull out all of those uh, meanings that God wants us to find and so if you seek it like silver and you search for it as for hidden treasures if you really dig deep right you've got to dig for it what does he say verse 5 then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of of God. Right? It's a pretty easy breakdown. I'm glad we got to do this one tonight because I hope you can see all of these different verbs and the nouns are pretty much all the same thing, right? It's the idea of you're actively trying to seek out wisdom, right? And if you're actively trying to seek out wisdom, what's the reward? You'll find it. Right? It's kind of like Matthew chapter 7 where uh, Jesus says, "Ask, seek, knock. What's going to happen? A uh, door's going to be open and answer a question's going to be answered. right? You're going to have all of these things. The same thing happens when we try to actively seek wisdom, right? We will find. We will understand. If there's a place in Scripture where you're struggling, don't just turn the page. Stop. Try to learn ask questions of the text, ask questions in prayer, ask questions of your fellow Christian. Hey, have you ever studied this passage before? I really need some help. Do you have a resource that would help me? Are you a resource that could help me? Yes, I would love to. I get questions from people in this congregation um, throughout my weeks, and I, I love those questions because it, it lets me know that you're not just going to go past that passage and say, whatever, I'll learn it later, Right? You want to dig deep, you want to find wisdom, and guess what? If you search hard enough, you'll find it. And God promises uh, that through Solomon, saying that to his son. And we also see that in like James 1.5 and other places in the New Testament where God says, that, hey, if you'll seek uh, wisdom, I'll help you find it. And so really, if you were to boil down this entire passage, my son, be proactive in gaining wisdom. You can't just sit back and expect wisdom just to fall into your lap, right? And so if we really understand this and apply it to ourselves, we need to be proactive in gaining wisdom. We don't need to be sitting back. We don't need to be just saying to ourselves, well, one day I'll learn that. Uh, One day all the wisdom is just going to come into my head. It's not. I've tried. Um, and, And so young people, old people, we need to make sure we're still actively trying to gain knowledge Trying to make sure we understand scripture. Uh, pick a book out of the Bible and say, I'm going to study through this book. Uh, take home one of those sheets that we had from this morning and study those three passages this week. Because I will be actively studying those as well. Um, I, I hope you're able to make those connections in that text. A, a really fun text to go through um, and really be able to see all those different connections Um And be able to uh, make all those uh, markings and everything. If you're here this evening, uh, we want to offer the invitation uh, for you. If you're someone that is in need of prayers, maybe you um, have been struggling in your life, you would like to have prayers from this congregation to encourage you, or maybe you are here and you're ready to become a child of God. Uh, You're ready to have your sins washed away in the waters of baptism. We would love and encourage that night to be tonight. Uh, If you have a need, please come while we stand and sing the Song of Invitation.